and that was the only way for that seed to grow and that's where the discomfort comes in because with the girls that I have right now recently we've started um I started teaching them how to be comfortable in areas where you feel like you are swamped in areas where you feel like you are in a dark space or you being refined in areas where you feel like there is you there's no room to breathe because that's where miracles happen that's where greatness happens when you're so squeezed to a point where the only thing that you can do is stretch out that's where greatness happens so that's what our mission is all about saying growth is continuous so that means that we need to learn to be comfortable anyway growth is a lifetime i don't think anyone is going to um, get to a point where they're like i'm done growing this is the end of my growth period i'm done so it became our mission when i understood that growth is continuous and will forever happen so the only way to help us overcome this discomfort and to go above that um, anxiety is to say let us just be comfortable and saying this is how we're always going to be because every single every single time you start something every single time you go on a journey on something you are going to be uncomfortable Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Leaders Podcast. You're here because you believe that you too have been called to build and live an impactful life. Right. This episode guest is known as the founder of a recently launched platform by the name of Enlighten Me Woman. For the mission to ensure that in every single sphere of their lives, women learn to be comfortable in discomfort, that they continuously challenge themselves and others to be and do better. And most importantly what they do is love. At the age of 22 she recently just finished a degree in bachelor's of commerce and majors with a majors in corporate finance and investment as well as economic sciences from Wits University. Amo, thank you so much for joining us here at the Leaders podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Mpo. Now, now Amo, we both know that it's it like these past few weeks have been quite interesting for you as a person but also moreover for your organization you launched your organization about a week ago think just to start us off talk to me about what made you decide to launch it now and moreover what i thought would be interesting talk to me more about what are some of the personal experiences that compelled you to launch this organization thank you so much for your question mpo i think i'll start with the second question of what compelled me to start this Um from my experience I basically had a distorted view of myself. Um I actually had a negative self image. To put it quite frank and be honest about it is I didn't know who I was. And to add more depth to that statement is I didn't know that I didn't know. So mm-hmm. I wasn't even aware that I didn't know who I yeah. was. And because of that it allowed me to live a life where I believed I knew but as a matter of fact i didn't know and that made me compare myself to a lot of females it made me look down upon myself and disregard who i am mainly because i didn't know and i didn't know that i didn't know and through my uh, interactions with other females i got to hear how they speak about themselves i got to hear how they speak about other women it's not easy for women to celebrate each other it's not easy for women to embrace one another without looking down on themselves and as i was doing further research on that i was wondering why is it so hard 
to celebrate another female? Why is it so hard to look up to someone and just simply congratulate them for who they are? And then I realized that it is that problem of lack of self-awareness that I didn't have. And to, to go further about it, I, I stood down and, and thought about my life and saying, this is not how life should be. Um, we're not meant to be looking at each other in a, in a sense of trying to fight each other or trying to um, compete with each other. But in essence, we're here to live in harmony. We're here to coexist. Otherwise, God would, would have created only one human being. But as a matter of fact, he created all of us. So enlightenment stemmed from the fact of um, the lack of self-awareness that I had. And that's where the name comes from. Because I, for, for, for me to be enlightened, that's when I actually got to unpack and get to understand who I am as a human being. And I got to realize that other women need to be enlightened as well. And that's where the, the creativity around the name um, stemmed from, like I said, because to enlighten someone is to give them knowledge of what they didn't know before and to um, bring them to a world that they didn't know existed. So this, is, this for me was a passion project or like I said, a purpose project for me to help other women to live in unison and to be able to know who they are because it is knowing your worth that you're able to um, live up to that and you're able to um, see other people's um, worth. Sorry. It's in seeing other people's worth and being able to celebrate them for who they are. So that's where the project came in or the organization started. Mm -hmm. And um, the, Enlighten Me actually started last year in September. Um, it was only publicized a week ago. Um, and to answer your question of why now, um, I would say why not now? Um, because we're in a season of lockdown and people are like feeling limited and feeling like there's nothing that they can do in the season. And for me, I was proving it to myself and sending a world to the message, sending a message to the world to show them that you have everything that you need where you are. Sometimes you make excuses about how we are limited, how if things were not um, the way they are, you would have done something. But this was just to show me that, to show me and to show the world that you have everything that you need to start what it is that is within you. So Enlighten Me started a week ago just to say, why not now? Why, why do I have to wait? There is no perfect time. And the perfect time is actually now because people are home. People are spending time with themselves. People are basically um, in a space where they are only finding out about who they are today. So I believe that it is the perfect time to show women, to interact with women and actually help women heal or help women interact with each other on a more positive level. And that's why Enlighten Me started a week ago. Hmm. Quite, 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 quite deep. Um, Talk to me about, you spoke about how you didn't know. Um, what did that, that process, walk me through the process of your enlightenment. Um, what were some of the things that allowed you to see the light? Um, I'm thinking to anybody who might be watching this episode, I find it interesting that their question might be, how did you go about enlightenment? What did it look like? Did it mean a radical change in environment, radical change in friends? What were some of the things that made it easier for you um, along this journey of enlightenment? My journey was actually not easy, like anybody's journey, because when you think you know, or when you don't know that you know, it's actually harder to accept that there is another path or there's another way for you to live by. So my enlightenment journey started when I met my life coach, Coach T, um, who basically believed in what I didn't know existed. So it was someone else who saw something in me that I didn't see in myself, who basically walked through this journey with me, who basically taught me about some things that I didn't even understand existed within my 
own um, capacity. And it is in spending time with God, you know, spending time in the Holy Spirit, getting to understand from that point of view, who am I? Because I stem from who he is. You know, um, the word says, seek first his kingdom and the rest will be added unto you. So it is in me seeking in him that I found myself. It's not an easy journey because self-discovery is a lifelong journey. So I am still in that journey of enlightenment, but I got to understand my identity in Christ. I got to understand my worth and I got to understand who I, who I am as a human being. So I would say it started when I met my life coach and as I started reading more books about purpose, as I started reading more, uh, listening to more podcasts about purpose and actually watching more videos that are related to what I was struggling with. So it was me being intentional about actually helping myself, actually finding out more about who I am and being proactive in my journey to self-discovery. Mm-hmm. To, to ensure that in every sphere of their lives, women challenge themselves to be comfortable in discomfort, that they continuously mm-hmm. challenge themselves to be and do better than others. And most importantly, that they grasp this concept of love. What I understand that this is your organizational mission, which I think encapsulates a lot of your, the core values of organization. Talk to me more about what this means for your organization and how you plan to bring this mission to fruition through the work that you're doing. So to learn to be comfortable in the discomfort comes from the fact that growth only happens in uncomfortable spaces. Um, but when you think about a tree, um, for it to have grown to be that tree, it was once a seed. And for that seed to grow, it was asked, or you had to plant it and put it in a confined space, a dark area where there is no breathing space for it. And that was the only way for that seed to grow. And that's where the discomfort comes in because with the girls that I have right now recently, we've started, um, I started teaching them how to be comfortable in areas where you feel like you are swamped, in areas where you feel like you are in a dark space or you being refined, in areas where you feel like there is, you, there's no room to breathe because that's where miracles happen. That's where greatness happens. When you're so squeezed to a point where the only thing that you can do is stretch out, that's where greatness happens. So that's what our mission is all about saying, growth is continuous. So that means that we need to learn to be comfortable anyway. Growth is a lifetime. I don't think anyone is gonna um, get to a point where they're like, I'm done growing. This is the end of my growth period. I'm done. So it became our mission when I understood that growth is continuous and it will forever happen. So the only way to help us overcome this discomfort and to go above that um, anxiety is to say, let us just be comfortable and saying, this is how we're always going to be. Because every single, every single time you start something, every single time you go on a journey on something, you are going to be uncomfortable. So it's just like saying, how about we just become uncomfortable with these tough situations? And by challenging ourselves, that's where we get to be uncomfortable. So we're saying we're challenging each other and ourselves to be better and do better. And like I said, I didn't know who I was. And I believe that other people don't, are not still yet sure who they are. So it is in through the, it is through this um, interactions that we have with each other as females to, to understand and get to see um, other things that we didn't know about. So it isn't knowing more and knowing better that you can be able to do better. So as soon as you understand that what you were doing or the life that you were living was not the life that you thought it was, you start doing better and you start challenging yourself to um, live a better life. So we're challenging each other and we're challenging ourselves to live a much more better, better lives, to live much more better lives, sorry. And we're doing it in love because every single thing that is done in love is done well. 
um, if you're planning on growing, if you're planning on um, helping each other, when we help each other from a place of love, we're able to grace each other. We're able to have mercy on one another and patience for each other so that we understand that growth is not a linear um, path, but it's something that is, um, it takes, it, it, for, for all of us, it is a very different path. So I don't expect my growth journey to look like yours. So it's only in doing it in love and understanding that you and I are different. And you and I are going to um, interact in a different way, but in a way of, in a space of love. So that's why we're doing everything that we're doing in love. Mm. Uh, talking about love, I know that you've got this notion of love at the core of your organization. Um, talk yes. to me about what, what, what love means to you and what is love? <laughs> Quite a deep question, Umpa. Um <laughs> Love is everything. Um, in a sense of our core existence is based on love. What I mean by this is we were created out of love and we still continue to live because of love. So for me, love is, is pure. It's being able to look at someone and see them for who they are and not what they do. It's being able to look at something and see beyond the flaws, to see beyond what the natural eye can see, but seeing within that thing and saying there's something deeper with this human being. Because a lot of people operate from the fact that um, what people do is who they are. But what love says is that there is something about that person that we don't see. So most important what people do when they operate is we believe that what they do is who they are, like I said, but it's not necessarily who they are. So for me, love is pure. Love is, love is the answer basically to society, because like I said, it is, it is the core of our existence. And it is us in operating in love that we're able to do all things well, like the missions, um, like I just said about the mission, we do all things well in love. Um, like the Bible says, we are commanded to do all things in love because that's when you're able to do things wholeheartedly. That's when you're able to do things without judgment. So love for me is serving um, unconditionally and serving without asking for something to be given back to you. So it's just giving your whole self to something without thinking about something that's coming after that. Mm -hmm. But what I really love, love about your response and the work that your organization is doing is that through love, I think you resonate a lot of things in the sense, the sense of community that you're trying to build. And moreover, kind of reaffirms the, the saying that says that if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. And what I'm getting from yeah. that is that by understanding that as human beings, that first we supposed, well, by, by us being humans, that we must first love that we are able to build that sense of community and much more be much more relational to those mm -hmm. um, close to us. I, I really found that quite interesting. Now, one of the most impactful things I really found while researching you is that your first, your first organizational values grow in which you elaborated it as what doesn't grow dies. Talk to me about why this is important. And moreover, given the type of community that you're trying to build, why would you say this is an important value? I live by that concept um, that what doesn't grow dies based on a personal experience. But to divert a bit, just to add on to that is um, we had a lemon tree at, at my house and recently it got cut off. And when I asked why, um, the answer was it was not bearing fruit anymore. So I got to understand that it was dying um, because there were no leaves anymore. There was no lemon anymore and it was cut off. 
So basically it died. And that's when I got to understand that what doesn't grow dies. Mm-hmm. So from my own personal experience, um, to get more deeper, I, I was living a life, like I said, where I didn't know um, who I was. And I basically was not growing. Yes, physically I was, well, not that much, but physically <laughs> I was growing. <laughs> and um, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, I would say I was in ICU. And I wasn't aware um, because I wasn't really um, nourishing or taking care of those elements that are unseen. And I just lived my life continuously thinking that I'm fine. But what the Bible says is that everything will be brought to light. So when I thought that it's still, it's still hidden, um, I can put a front to it. And like, like many people do, they put on a front uh, um, in their lives, walking around like everything is fine or they have everything under control. Um, one particular day, I sat down and started questioning my existence. And started asking myself, why am I here? You know, and that I didn't have an answer to that. I just didn't know. I just said, I don't know why I'm here. So I don't actually belong here. And that's when I realized that death happened because um, it was in me not growing spiritually, in me not growing emotionally, that there was no function anymore in that experience. So that's when I realized that because those areas were not growing, I didn't see any use in them. There was no life. It just ended. It was just stagnant to a point where there was no life or fruits coming from them. So I realized it wasn't growing. So it died. So I had to um, pluck out all those seeds, pluck pluck out all those weeds that had grown from that area that was dying and plant new seeds that bear fruit that were growing. And that's when I started taking care of my mental health, my emotional health and my spiritual well-being in the sense of saying, I need to ensure that I'm constantly growing. I need to ensure that I'm constantly keeping myself safe because the moment I move away from that, death, exp- death comes in my mind and it will come to life when I start questioning if, is it, am I really supposed to be here? And with the organization, um, what we're doing is we're putting that to the forefront and ensuring that every, every woman who's a, a member currently um, ensures that and are conscious about the growth that is happening in their lives. Because if you don't take care of something, it will take care of you, you know, um, in, a sense of, <laughs> in a sense of it will come and control you and become toxic where it was supposed to be something that helps you um, elevate or something that was going to help you evolve in life to be who you're meant to be. So we're putting that to the forefront saying, we need to ensure that we grow. We need to ensure that we actually analyze and assess our growth areas because my relationship with God at the beginning of this year and my relationship with God at the beginning of next year shouldn't be the same because I need to ensure that there's constant growth. And the way I'm thinking um, last year should not be the same way that I'm thinking today because I need to ensure that there's constant growth. Otherwise, if stagnation hits, I'm going to find myself in ICU again and I'm going to find myself in a deathbed again and have to start all over again with the process. So I stand and live by that um, principle of saying what doesn't grow dies because everything will be cut off that doesn't bear fruit. Just to, just to quickly unpack that, you spoke about how subsequent to your growth, you went through this process of unplugging the wheat, as you described it. Yes. Can you talk <laughs> about what are some of the things you use to detox that you think people can implement um, that really help them to go through that process? Um, okay, I started off with um, writing down positive affirmations about myself. Um, so those were things that actually started helping me. Um, so I would recite these positive affirmations every morning and every evening before I went to bed. 
um, it was something that was quite uncomfortable in the beginning because I didn't believe any of it. So I was just like, what am I saying to myself? I don't know what I'm saying. But as time went on, as I started being more conscious about my words and how I'm doing it, it became something that became a part of who I am. So now when I look at myself in the mirror and I say, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, I truly do believe that. And the other thing that I started doing is actually reading books that are aligned with what I am going through, reading books that are helpful or around the topic that I'm actually dealing with. So if it's healing, I read a book about healing. If it's something that I, um, comparison, for example, if it was comparison, I read books around that area. Or I consult with someone, like I said, my life coach helped me a lot through this whole experience and other support structures that I had. So I would say being, like I said in the beginning, proactive about your journey, um, understanding what it is that you um, is wrong, understanding what it is that you need to solve because we know we you can't solve something that you don't know. So um, accept the problem first and be able to um, be able to be conscious and aware of what it is that you're going through before you start implementing the solutions to it. So I would say just start first by saying what it is that am I am I struggling with, and how can I go? How can I solve this? So start first with what it is. And then you can start going to the actions that it can be taken from there. What I, what I really love about your answer is that you kind of tie in how the first step is admitting that this is the yes. situation. Um, basically being aware of what some call blind spots or what some call ignorance and admitting that this is the state I'm in and then taking action steps to help you get out of that, plucking out the weeds. Um, I think also much more, I'm, I'm a true firm believer of personal um, positive affirmations because um, I think a lot of the times we try to think about how do we bulletproof ourselves, right, as people mm. who are out of our circumstances. What can we do that will really change the way we be ourselves? But also much more what I found quite interesting with personal affirmations is that they kind of, delve into your subconscious and really start mm. changing the hardware of how you view yourself. Um, let's talk more about impact. From my understanding, you can do on weekly calls with this community. Yes. You guys meet once a week. Help me understand what is the preparation that goes into these calls and what are some of the mm. issues actually discussed in these calls? So the preparation behind these calls is a lot of research and a lot of reading. Um, and to top it all off, it's personal experiences. So from, um, from my own life, what I do is when I go through something or when something happens, I fish out the lesson in it because I believe that nothing just happens for no apparent reason. So I spent most of my time last year just writing down lessons that I've learned across my whole life. And when I realized that this was packing up, I was just like, this is this can be something that helps somebody because um, if I have these lessons on me, for me, um, I don't think it was meant to just be for me because I believe that we don't, I'm not the only one who goes through what I go through. So a lot of people are going through it, but in silence. So um, what the, prepara the preparation also includes reading particular topics, um, books. Um, I'm currently reading The Power and Purpose of Women because again, it's a it's a, it's a group of women. So I need to understand what the purpose is of women. I can't be speaking about women if I don't understand. So that's my current read. And I am, I have, I have been inspired a lot. I have gained so much information throughout my, throughout these past two years. So I figured that I might as well just put it to good use, you know, because my life coach normally says, if, 
you learn something, then what now? Like you just found out something, what now? So this was my what now and saying, okay, fine, I'll start preparing um, according, or I started last year preparing for these. And now all I do is just um, fix it up and um, send all the girls documents before the Saturday call. So I send them every Wednesday, I send them documents that they can read through and questions to answer so that they can prepare on Saturday for the session that we have. And the topics that we um, have covered um, recently is, well, they involve purpose, topic around purpose, because it is in being self-aware that you find freedom in life. So it's, um, it's in women understanding who they are and what they are, what they carry within them and understanding that each and every single one of them carries light. So the topics that um, I've, I've covered, it is um, self-discovery, um, it's processing, um, and it is also time because a lot of people don't understand the concept around time. So these are the kind of topics that we talk about and real issues that involve comparison, anxiety, self-doubt and self-limitations. Mm -hmm. So these are things that we're going to get to in the future basis. But for now, we've been dealing with personal, um, personal development as in purpose, um, processing and time, mm -hmm. basically. Talk to me more about time in specific. Can you unpack time? Let's talk about time. So with time, I was speaking about um, basically the past, the present, and the future. So understanding those three concepts um, and understanding where we are. So I was just um, teaching the girls about being in the present moment and healing from the past and um, detaching yourself from the future. Because we oftentimes go around in both realms. We often live in the past, you know, um, and, and because of the past pains, we carry them to our present moment. And we don't normally get to live our present moment fully because we're carrying um, the past pains that we have, the regrets that we have, and things that already have happened. So I'm just, uh, I brought back that topic of healing so that they can be able to let go and be able to be where they are right now and fully um, be who they truly are meant to be in this moment. So that's the concept around time. Thank you so much, Amo. Um, to any girl listening to this podcast with an interest to join your community mm -hmm. of sisters, how, how do they go about it? So we haven't yet opened um, the applications for new members. Well, the, the tab is there on the website but we haven't really announced the new members coming in. Um, but what I can say is they can check out our Instagram pages because for the next upcoming weeks, we are going to be opening up that poll. We're only taking in eight new members because we believe in gradual growth um, because exponential growth may not be sustainable. And because our interactions are quite personal, um, we need to be able to inter interact with all the females. So if we have a, a large group um, in the first take, it won't be um, more intimate. So it is being into, so the, the whole purpose of this community is saying we need to build relationships that are sustainable and we need to be able to speak to each other because a lot of females do have friends that they can't talk to. So now we are questioning that whole topic about friends. So who is a friend? What is a friend? Do you understand? So we're taking in eight new members for the gradual growth and for the personal experience for the females. But like I said, they should check out the Instagram pages for the upcoming um, announcements. Wow. On that note, what would you say is a message to the world? Ooh, okay. <laughs> My message to the world is you are everything that you think someone else is. You are everything that you're looking for. 
and um, it doesn't really matter what you're not but what really matters is what you are and who you are so we all carry a treasure chest so i believe that it's time for you to unlock that treasure um, because sometimes you find yourself still wandering around the world searching for things which are within you so go down and dig down in your treasure chest you might find something that is going to shock you and one last thing is to look up sometimes looking up is the best thing that will bring you joy and that's my message to the world wow thank you so much um, um how do you think our listeners and our viewers can stay touching you and the work that you're doing they can follow us on Instagram at Enlightening Woman or follow me on Instagram at Amo Mangole. And they can check out our um, website at www.enlighteningwoman.co.za. And yes, that's basically how, how you can find us so far. Yeah. Amo, thank you so much for joining us here at the Leaders Podcast. I really think that to any young girl or specifically any young woman who might be listening to this podcast or will be listening to this podcast, really find some of the key things that you shared um, about knowing, like knowing yourself, self-worth, mm. um, knowing who you are and the ideas of purpose. Because I really think that topics such as purpose are often by their nature quite intangible. And a lot of people yeah. try to run away from them because <laughs> that you struggle to quantify. Um, so I really find it quite fruitful that you talk about that and I really hope that going forward um, that you have a prosperous journey with the organization. Thank you so much, Uncle, and thank you for inviting me to this platform. All right, there you have it from Amukhelang Mangole herself. Guys, go check what this young leader is about. Go check on our social media pages. We'll be sharing the link to our website on our comments below. Once again, here at the Leaders Podcast, we believe that as more and more young people go conscious of their unique world, as they discover their hidden purpose, they essentially add value to society in the only way they can. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, comment and share with any other three people who you think will find this value this episode quite valuable until next time thank you